pushing Mark. the button, Mark. Oh, this time Claire was first. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. What a crazy morning. I had to run out to get quarters to do my laundry. And the grocery store didn't have any that I always go to. Two other grocery stores says, oh, we can't. We can't sell you quarters. And then three banks, three banks said, oh, do you have an account here? And I was like, no. Oh, well, we can't give you quarters unless you have an account with us. And my bank is pretty far away. I mean, I have kiosks around, but you, as far, you have to go into the actual bank to get quarters. And so I ended up going to a laundromat <laughs> and putting money in the change maker. And I was hoping, hoping they weren't tokens, that they were actual quarters. Oh. I, know. I didn't ask for these. <laughs> you had to go to a laundromat to get change to do laundry in your own building. Yes. <laughs> you... <laughs> I'm so I sorry. I have a million questions. <laughs> okay. Let's Let's start with this. Okay, more of a comment. Seriously, quarter, it's not like they're asking you to give you the money. Right. You're exchanging dollars for quarters. Legit. Right? Yeah. He said, well, when COVID hit, uh, there was a shortage, and so now we're just really, we only give to our own people. If you want to get an account, I go, I'm just trying to do my laundry, and I live two blocks away, <laughs> and you can't right. help me out. I'm going to open a savings account because I need a quarter. <laughs> but a store, I mean, how many people even use cash anymore? Why wouldn't a store give you yeah. a little quarter? Yeah. You're only talking well, about 10 my bucks, store right? said they were out. And, you know, I believe them because I go there. They know me. But all the other stores like, oh, no, we can't sell you quarters. We don't do that. What if you buy something and ask for the change in quarters? Yes. I was buying them. <gasps> and they said, they yeah, they Come said, because I had a, a card. And they said, yeah, no, we can't give out quarters. Wow. I would have returned it right then. Me too. Take your stinky item. You keep your gums and Tic Tacs. I know. <laughs> I actually needed what I was buying because I'd spent all morning running the banks. And, oh, my gosh, it was it was so frustrating. It's it's like, I think since COVID, all of a Where's sudden the, the customer is. Right. All of a sudden, the customer is no longer right. The customer has to wait in lines. The customer is not have any privileges. The businesses have all the clout. It, it just felt really, it felt really bad. I was like, wow, this is really sad. My own town. They made you yeah. feel like crap. That's not nice. Mm -hmm. I would, I would like to think there'd be a change machine in your laundry room and where you live, but I guess that might be too hard for them to maintain, huh? Yeah, it's too small. Yeah, okay. Plus yeah. the quarters at laundromats, they're like gooey because it got detergent all over them or oh. they've been used <laughs> over and over. If the bank would have given you a new roll of quarters, it would have been nice and shiny and clean. Mm -hmm. And Yeah, I know. You had the Tide Pod quarters. <laughs> <laughs> I did use hand sanitizer as soon as I, after I picked huh. them up. <laughs> yeah, right. That's when you wish you had a rubber glove uh, when you, uh, right. you know, when it dispensed all the, right. all the gross quarters. <laughs> yeah. I will say for the most part, because I've been running errands for the last two mornings, mostly people have been really nice and everything. And so today was just like, wow, it just made me think about like, what is our world coming to when you can't get change? Right. Right. Change. I mean, I was just looking, talking the other day, and I know you, you, we, the three of us were talking about this because Anna, you got to be, was it Anna just or both of you guys got to be bell ringers for the Salvation Army, right? Uh, we, there was a news story the other day that the Salvation Army's 
income from the charitable donations to the to the red kettles is down 30 percent from last year and which is terrible and so what they've done is they're kind of like they're actually having to pay bell ringers in some cases which that cuts into their bottom line too and this is all charity right so what they're doing is they're just having fewer bell ringers and they're focusing them on more on events where they think people are going to be around like you know holiday events and that kind of stuff but I was talking to somebody you know nobody carries change anymore I'm always happy to throw whether it's quarters or a dollar or whatever into the red kettle I used to do it every time I went into the store I always did it I don't have change anymore and people were like well then you can they actually have a QR code now on the side of the thing where you can just go online and make a donation but that's not a dollar or a quarter, right? If you're going to go online and make a donation, then you feel like a cheese ball if you don't give them $10. <laughs> not, and again, not that there's anything wrong with that because I fully believe in charitable donation. But how many stores are we going to go in and out of? And do you really want to go up to the bell ringer and go, well, I gave right. last week, you know? And <laughs> so it's weird. It's such a weird dynamic now. And it's all because... I, I think a lot in due to COVID. I think we were probably heading this way anyway. We, we don't carry cash as much anymore. But COVID really exacerbated mm-hmm. it. And it's like, uh, what happens to that? That whole This whole notion of change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that those stores had shortages because there's just not as much of it around. And they're like, well, in case we have to make change, we have to keep it if we can't even get it from whoever we're getting our change from. So, Right, right. I'm fe- I'm fe- having a, the same kind of problem oh. at church where you do mm-hmm. offering, you know, and it's kind of like, oh, again, I forgot mm-hmm. my cash. I can't mm-hmm. give them to the basket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't pass the basket to me. Well, and I don't know about your church, but our church, you can actually give online now. Same, same. Mm-hmm. But I never, it's it's like once after I got, I've gone to church, I'm not thinking about it. Right. You know, it's like out of mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe they need a QR code on know. the basket. <laughs> I don't know, but right, they need it on the basket because I don't know about you guys, but I mean, you know, for some, sometimes you put money in the basket because it's the right thing to do, and sometimes you put money in the basket because everybody else is watching you, and it's like <laughs> right. again, you don't want to pass the basket and go, "I gave online," you know, I mean, you can't <laughs> do that either, right? Excuse me, I know you're giving me the basket, but I did <laughs> give online, <laughs> right? It's like the person next to you is just passing it. They're like, I don't really care. But they just did. They talked about that in the sermon a couple of weeks ago. They said, this is weird because people, we don't want you to feel bad or feel guilty. Like, because they didn't pass the basket during COVID. You just would put the money in the basket at the end of the back of the room. And so now they said, there's this stigma where people are feeling like people are watching them. And there's this whole comparison thing. So mm-hmm. Claire, you hit it right on the head. <laughs> And I don't even go to church. I just know this. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I believe it. I mean, that's it, it. it's a weird notion. And I don't, you know, like like when Sharon goes to church, or you know, I, I do go to church with Sharon sometimes. But it's been a while. But when we go to church, she always likes to light a candle, right? And it's typical. typical donation is a, like a dollar for the candle. Mm-hmm. There's different sizes of them. And, mm-hmm. and, or maybe you the throw voodoo. in more. Yeah, and 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 it's it's like a scramble now. Do you have a dollar? Oh, I don't know. I don't think I have a dollar. You know, you like dig through all the secret places where you stash it. Oh, found one. Mm-hmm. Found a dollar. Um, just so you can light a candle. Or if you can't and- find it, you you like okay. I yeah. promise to pay next week. Right. right. It- Please allow me to send a prayer yeah. for my mom. I will be good for it next time, which will yeah. probably be Easter. Or, or you put an IOU in there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
When I was in uh, Italy, I don't know if Anna, if you did this, but um, there were some of the um, most beautiful artwork in Italy is in churches, and there were a lot yeah. of churches where you could go in, and just this tiny little church off this regular street, and you'd go way in the back, and there'd be this like Caravaggio or something, but it's dark. They 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 keep mm-hmm. it dark because of the to preserve the painting, but also it's a little bit of a cash grab because there's a machine that if you put a couple of coins in, it'll it'll turn on the light, you know. So I've got some euros in my pocket because I'm on vacation, but I'm thinking if I were just like a regular person, I wouldn't be carrying this change, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did did you uh do you still have your euros like uh Uh yeah, I've got a couple. There we always have a couple of euros or just in know, case you go back, right? Well, Kinda. I mean, sort of just in case you go back, but also like, it's not like you're going to exchange that, you know, I have 45 cents. It's not going to get that exchanged back anywhere. (laughs) Um, So you just keep it a little pile. And then at some point when you go back, it's nice that it's euros now because you could use it almost anywhere. We still have some uh, Greek drachmas around here somewhere. And uh, I think I have a couple of British, not pounds, but the little like the pence, all that stuff. Yeah, I've probably got a a collection of about $2 worth of generic coins from that are no longer in use. (laughs) You should give them to Lori so that and see if it works on the laundry. Right. <laughs> oh, right. oh! I can tell you right now, it won't even take Canadian coins. Oh, come on, oh, really? Oh man, you oh, tried, yeah. huh? Accidentally. <laughs> God, it's so funny. I remember when I was a kid, that was such a big deal because I grew up in Toledo, which is like you know just an hour from Canada, and um, mm. so there were. I don't know what what's different. I feel like there was a time when you could put Canadian quarters in like mm-hmm. a, in a soda machine and and it would work. And something changed and it didn't work anymore. Yeah, interesting. And stores would take them. Will stores take Canadian money? Like if you went in with you know if you needed forty five cents for something and you had a Canadian penny, would they take it? Good question. I don't know if they noticed. If if they didn't notice, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> if they didn't notice, are they copper? <laughs> <laughs> you know, people can't count back change anymore either. Oh boy! Like I have mm. a um, my yeah. cousin works at um, Fred Meyer, and she's she's older than me, and and she mostly works in like the clothing fashion section. But every everybody at Fred Meyer has to do everything at some point, and so sometimes she'll have to to check, and she just like bl- blows a gasket at what what she calls she calls the kids, but to her the kids are anybody under forty who can't. <laughs> can't count change like they just it if the machine if the cash register doesn't tell you exactly what to give back to people they have no idea what to do that just i'm worried about my kids if they ever decide to take up a retail job like my my son as you know know, you know worked at a shop um you know and of Mm -hmm. course they probably took cash and everything but um i i think he said he had to work the cashier sometimes but Mm -hmm. i'm thinking thank goodness they're all expensive things because really i don't think too many people are gonna pay Oh, a big TV and cash. <laughs> but if they did, I mean, I feel like I should get uh, some toy money and practice with a toy cash machine and have them practice because there's going to be sometimes somebody will stump you with cash right. and, and change. And it's like, oh, no, oh, no. And I, I remember... The, the shortcut when I was working in the movie theater, whatever they give you back, and then you just kind of count it out loud with, with a change as you go. Mm-hmm. And that always worked for me. Okay, you're 10, 20, 30, mm-hmm. and uh, 25 cents, 45. Yeah. 
I remember that. I don't know if I could still do that, though. I'm sure it's like riding a bike. get stumped, too. It's like riding a bike. It'll just come back. Yeah. I'm sure It'll you could do back. it. come back? I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I worked at a grocery store in high school. I did, a, like, an internship. And so, of course, we learned how to ca- count backwards. And so whenever I'm in the store and they can't figure it yeah. out and you're in line, it's really hard. You're just like, seriously? But, it, you know, they probably don't <laughs> teach it. And the machines tell you exactly how much to give them. And, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if I told you guys about the other day when I was at the grocery store and they had the trainee cashier. <laughs> no. Did, did we talk about no. that? Um, this must have been a month or maybe six weeks ago. Clearly they were getting geared up for Christmas. And they had all these like really young people. They had like, it was not a busy time at all. It was like Tuesday at two o'clock or something. And, and so they had plenty of like regular things open, but they had two check stands specifically with brand new people that were checking for, you know, among their first times. And there's a big sign there that said trainee. And then they had a, like a, a grown up checker right behind them, making sure that, that they could do everything. And I got in line behind, it was like maybe, I had like maybe three or four things. And the person in front of me had maybe three or four things, but the person in front of them had a bunch of things. And she, oh my God, she threw everything at this guy. And you know, at Fred Myers, you can check out anything you want from anywhere. You can go through the entire store, every single department, and then take it all through the regular, whatever check stand mm-hmm. you want, right? So mm. you'll have somebody that's probably done like 95% groceries, but then there'll be like shoes and a shovel and whatever. And and this lady's like, here's these shoes. Oh no, it had a coupon. No, that's the wrong coupon. She had him like put on the coupon, take off the coupon. Then she's like, you know what? That's not enough off. Take the shoes off. And I'm standing there going, oh my, okay. First of all, I'm not getting any younger. (laughs) Second of all, you're torturing this poor child. And then third of all, I'm like, wait a second. I wonder if she's Mm -hmm. trying to scam him. Like, I'm wondering if she's like, oh good. They've got the trainee Uh cashier in here. So I can probably figure out a way to get like a free pair of shoes and a couple of other things. And then part of me was like, I wonder if this is a secret shopper, like they're mm. testing him, you know, but I don't think they would hold up a line to test somebody. I don't know. Maybe they would. But I'm just like, come on, lady. No. What are you doing? <laughs> you Not know? nice. Get out of here. And, and I didn't have to go to the trainee <laughs> guy. I guess I could have moved to another line. But, you know, I just thought I'd give him a shot. But after that, I'm like, oh, forget it. That person. I know. That's she just really had, not nice. And I kind of saw it coming. You know, you just people get this look about them. You look at what the, what's in their cart, and you look at them, and you're like, ah, oh, man, I'm gonna be here all day, <laughs> right? <laughs> and when they whip out their wallet full of cash and coins, it's the right, worst. right. The coins and they're they're counting out every coin, you know, and they're they're slowly oh. getting the coupon. Like I get, here's what I do: I got my list, I got my coupons, I go in, I, I put myself on the thing, I put out the coupons, say here I've got coupons, and then that's it. They either work or they don't. Right? You got right. people who wait till all their stuff is through, and then they go, <laughs> now I want to see what coupons we have, and one by one they pull out the coupon and they talk about it, and then it's oh it's not enough. It should be better than that. Go ahead and just take that item off. And you got to go back into the bag and find the item and unscan it. Oh, <laughs> Come on. Geez. Maybe that's oh, their my. maybe that's their entertainment for oh. the day. You know, I don't know. That's why I like <laughs> the self-checkout. Me too. I don't worry about that. Love the self-checkout. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Me too. Have you learned how to use the gun, the thing, so yeah, that you don't, the gun. like if you got like a big bag of something or the toilet paper, you can just boop. You don't have to wave it anymore. Mm-hmm. You just use the little gun. I love it. You know what I learned the hard way, though? Doing the self-checkout. If you are trying to check out to get cash, 
you shouldn't do that. Um, it's not the swipe. It's not the insert, but the just holding your card right at the thing, the tap. The tap. You shouldn't do. You don't do the tap because if you do the tap, then you can't get cash back. Oh, because it'll just do the transaction without. Yeah, stopping. it just does the transaction. You have to swipe and and insert. I've done that like three times in the last couple of weeks. I'm like, come on, I'm buy a Tic Tac. <laughs> You and Lori <laughs> can have a car full I of Tic Tacs. Two dollars. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let that be a lesson. Listen and learn, or not, or not, listeners, <laughs> or not. Come on. Got to give it up to Freddy's, though. It's been um, having to go shop. You know, right before Thanksgiving, it really was. It was busy. I'm not gonna lie. But it was fine. I mean, it was very efficient. They really just, they had plenty of people helping and plenty, you Good. know, the aisles were clear of any extra crap. And, like, they they know what they're doing. Yeah, they got it all together. <laughs> Way to go, Fred Meyer. Yay, Freddy's. I'm not only just saying that because you're one of our advertisers on Warm, Move In, <laughs> and KPNW, and Kixie. <laughs> but they're an institution here, here in the Great Northwest. For shizzle. My only complaint, and this is really not their problem, is the parking lot. And not even the parking mm. lot. The behavior of the cars in the parking lot. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Know? Like, yeah, that's the worst. If you can just, people drive so fast in parking lots. I'm like, really? Mm. Slow down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sounds like our Walmart. Like, I will not go there unless I Uber now. Because one time, I parked as far away as possible because I know exactly what you just said. People are awful drivers in that parking lot. No other parking lot, just that one. And lo and behold, I come back and someone hit my car. Oh, man. I'm like, what? This was years ago, but why did downtown? That's a hit fest. Hit fest. <laughs> if you need your car to get hit, just go to that parking lot. No matter where you park, you'll get hit. You'll get hit by something. And people are like, oh, did they leave a note? Yeah, no one's left a note since 1979, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I take that back, not just Walmart's, but like some of the places close by. So my husband got hit there just waiting at a left turn signal mm. lane. And somebody coming from the right of his right just did not know where the lane was when they were making a left. <laughs> what the? You're right, though. Uh, nobody leaves notes. And in his case, they tried to hit and run. And he did what you're not supposed to do and followed them, but he didn't feel like they were, could cause any harm and, mm. you know, got the police. And, of course, they ran because they didn't have insurance, blah, 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 blah. Right. But thank goodness he had also witnesses. So, But that's yeah. good that he, that he caught them. You're right. It's dangerous to follow the person, but it's good Very that the person yeah. did get caught. I mean, that's, that's good. We see this uh, all the time as a traffic reporter, one of the um, sources that – that we have for um, getting our information gives you a lot of the police chatter information. Mm. It's like, you know, like what would be on a scanner, but it's in written form. You see a lot of people hit and run crashes or, or not even hit and run crashes. Well, you mm -hmm. see hit and run crashes where people are following people and they always tell you don't follow them, don't follow them, but people do it anyway. And they give you a play by play of where they are. But a lot of people get into accidents and they refuse to talk to the other person because they're afraid. Mm -hmm. They're like, I'm just going to stay in my car and lock the door until the highway patrol arrives and let them deal with it. You know, yeah. and that, God, what a sad state of affairs. Yeah, because of that, people bump you on purpose to mm -hmm. try to carjack you or whatever anymore. Mm -hmm. 
right? Terrible. Or they're, or they're angry or they're, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It is. But they're getting younger and younger. Did you guys notice that? Because of that whole Kia, Kia Boys uh, TikTok um, yet, thing going ex- on? I've only kind of peripherally heard about that. What is that? So I haven't seen any of the videos, but it sounds like to me that some TikTok video or videos have taught kids how to steal Kia cars. So there's so many Kias. I mean, they've been already easy to steal anyway for the last, I don't know how many years. Now I'm hearing in the news, yeah, a 12-year-old, a (laughs) 10-year-old stealing these Kias or whatever cars. And uh, and now it's gotten to a point where now some insurance companies won't cover Kia cars because they're so easy to easy to steal. Wow. Well, I saw that in the news. Someone just bought a Kia, just got it stolen. And the insurance is like, Kia, mm, sorry, we can't cover that stolen vehicle. What? Um, why does TikTok allow that? Are they, um, they're not an American-based company right like so another country might not really care i don't know but i'm thinking well i'll just say and i don't have the details but i know there's been different things where things have been influenced by tiktok with sex trafficking uh different things like that and the people Mm -hmm. the organizations have tried to get them to stop and they won't respond oh Mm. tiktok won't yeah they won't do whatever it is that needs to be done to filter out criminal activity. Right. There was a whole article on it a few months ago because TikTok, they could have done something to, and, and also when we had earlier the girls and they, they were getting ticks from TikToks. Do you remember that whole thing? They're going to the emergency rooms with ticks from watching TikTok. It was a whole thing. Wow. And Is it just because yeah. they're like looking at their phones really closely and then suddenly they're cross-eyed or... Two uh, things. One is possibly that. The other thing is that some of the people on TikTok had ticks. And so they're, they're, the oh, girls are mimicking whatever they're, they're seeing. Mimicking. Mimic. And then when, oh. once you start mimicking a tick, it's hard to. Yeah. Once you get, once you get like a tick, it's hard to. Like the Tourette's or something. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've seen some of those. Yeah. Wow. So, so, and especially with sex trafficking and that, you know, like there's been times when Insta or Facebook has had to give out information to police and they always cooperate. TikTok yeah. is the one that, and I could be, I could be different now. Things could have changed, but I remember, and I wish I could remember the case. Maybe I can look into it and, and um, send it out. But uh, they would not do whatever they would not. They're not like we'll do whatever we can to make this right to help this you know situation. They're like, mm, sorry, too big. We can't, we can't help you out. Wow. Yeah, because you know we, we're hearing all the times mm. kids getting kidnapped from being on different social platforms. Yeah, that's true. Because they think it's their friend. They think they're talking to a friend. Right, right. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of things have really gotten out of our control anymore. It used to be a lot of regulated things and mm-hmm. and and not so many channels to mm-hmm. get influenced by and right as a parent just, it's, it's got to be impossible to to keep up with stuff like that yeah. and it, it what's interesting is that these platforms i mean they know what they're doing they know how easily influenced teenagers are and in every way i mean whether they're emotional 
or um, just the fact that they're not as developed and they're obstinate. You know, I mean, the more you tell a teenager not to do something, the more they're going to do it. So, you know, mm-hmm. they it's really a perfect demographic to market to. And they're typically both smarter and smart assier than their parents. So they're able to hide what they're doing and not want to understand. It's terrible. I mean, it's really scary, especially when you get into the trafficking stuff. I mean, that's really, really scary. But, you know, a whole generation of 13-year-olds that thinks it's okay to go steal a car because it's hilarious and funny. But it's like, come on, you guys. Really? That's cool? But they're not going to listen to me to tell them that it's not. Yeah. Yep, just another another reason to not like TikTok. But you, you can't just blame TikTok. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all do it. But at least, like you were saying, Facebook and Instagram, what's he called, Meta, have kind mm-hmm. of made an, an effort to at least get to the bottom of some of that stuff. I remember hearing something about Facebook having some, there was a lawsuit against Facebook. I don't know, maybe it's Facebook or Instagram. I don't know. But It was like, both. It was, you're talking about the body image both. stuff? Yeah. Yeah, it was both. Yeah. yeah. So... I guess, how come, why are we able to sue them, but not some of the other ones that many blame to be the reason why we're seeing some crimes out there right. that are the same as what they see on on, uh, on I, that platform? Mm-hmm. I, I suspect it's what Lori was saying. That's because it's foreign owned. They're mm. less inclined to care. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're not subject to the same regulations. I mean, they are, but they're not. And because they're fairly new and so huge, they probably haven't set a lot of those ethical type things into place. And so then something happens and they're like scrambling going, oh, my gosh, you know, what what's our policy on this? What you know, because when when these businesses that grow so fast that, you know, they just get ahead of themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. TikTok's not that new. It's not it's not five years ago. I would have said you're right. But now, no, there's no excuse for it. They, uh, I think they know exactly what's happening, and it's a, it's a calculated risk. Yeah, the case I'm referring to is a, f- a few years old, it seems like. Um, but, yeah, and, and, you know, it's like if our kids can't be safe, but also we're just seeing, you know, it's really hard to keep your kids off social media. It's here, so how do you do it safely? And I just think that, you know, there's just so much to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We we need like I don't know if it's it's easy to to blame the each platform. I mean, what are you going to do when somebody decides to somebody influential decides to go on Twitter and say, let's storm the Capitol or right. or say it in a different way. They didn't really that say let's storm happen. the Capitol. <laughs> oh, I'm so, so weird for thinking that one up. But, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. um, maybe because there are so many, there are people that are well known that are influential. There are people that are not known that become influential on these platforms. And, yeah. you know, how do we teach people celebrities or or non-celebrities or celebrities to to be as tiktok stars or youtube stars whoever i mean how do we get people to be more responsible about what they put out there maybe a lot of them don't know that they're going to cause some things i mean i don't know and you know i i guess we we all grew up the three of us at least grew up in a in a time where let's say journalism we know we like i remember having a class that was specifically it was all actually called ethics and law in journalism 
Mm-hmm. And the ethics part, we've mm-hmm. lost control of that. Well, one, journalism really isn't the same anymore because everybody can say whatever they want now, mm-hmm. even right. when they're journalists. But, And I think we've said this all before, just be responsible journalists and everyone else in the world that's going to be famous. I I don't know how to get back in control of this stuff anymore or or feel safe anymore putting right. anything out there anymore. Mm-hmm. And then people are not being responsible. Many don't care. That's what right. gets me. I think uh-huh. we grew up caring. We grew up being taught to care what we put out there. The pen is mightier than a sword, you know? Yes. Um, yes. Now it's like TikTok is a nuclear mm-hmm. bomb, <laughs> you know? Right. I, I don't know. Right. I, I mean, I, I feel like that's a joke, but is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. I watched a really interesting documentary on HBO, or I guess it's called Max now, um, called Murder in Boston. And um, it's basically, it's a lot of things. I don't want to give too much away if you've never seen it, but it's essentially about this murder that happened in the 80s. You know, it caused a race riot because they, uh, the perpetrator said a black person did it, when in reality he'd, he'd set it up himself. Oh. And it was, it was produced by the Boston Globe, and it's based on a podcast as well that, that's been out for a while. One of the people that they interviewed was a reporter for the Boston Globe at the time. Anna, she, she talked about exactly what you just said, that in those days, journalism, what, what you would call real journalism, was even if you had a hunch, even if you suspected that the husband mm-hmm. did it, and that the police were not even entertaining that it was anybody other than a black guy that did it. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to get sources, right? Mm-hmm. You had to get at least, yeah. as she said, in those days of the Boston Globe, you had to get two corroborating sources to indicate that there was enough evidence that it might not, that it might have been something other than that. And so even you don't though get they libel all, suits too, right? So exactly. And so even though they all had a hunch that that this is what was really going on. They couldn't run with it. And she's like, Mm. she's called that in her 30 years of journalism, her greatest failing, that she didn't get that story out. Not because she wanted to be the person to get the story first, but because of all the racial, just on, it's it's a a very compelling documentary about what, about black and white race issues in Boston. It's just, it's Mm. infuriating and angering and all of those things. And she's like, so much of that could have been prevented. Nowadays, she's like, it might not be journalistically ethical, right? Mm-hmm. But nowadays, the press would push so hard that the police would, they would be falling over themselves to leak information, right? Like, they would want to get it out there if they knew what was going on. But it's mm-hmm. really interesting, you know, and I, when she said that, I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, yeah, that would never happen now. That would never happen. There'd be, mm-hmm. there'd be 20 mm-hmm. podcasters on TikTok mm-hmm. going, I know the husband did it, you know. Um, <laughs> right. And so everybody would believe them. Everybody would believe them, you know. Um, without so. any evidence. Right, without any evidence. But, yeah, it's, inter- it's a really interesting documentary. It'll, it'll Ooh, piss I'm you off, but, but it's good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm. man. And, you know, we have the uh, Tacoma officers that um, – just were acquitted. Ellis case, um, right? What, yeah, the Ellis yeah, what case. What was that? Um, it felt like it was like the George Floyd thing. The guy couldn't breathe, even when he had verbalized that. They were still in positions where where he couldn't breathe, and it then it was too late. 
we've seen the videos and we've heard things. I haven't really been following, so you know what I what I say is is not what maybe the majority would think, but because all we had were some of the videos and mm-hmm. it looked like they just didn't do the right things, right? I I don't know much about it, but it it seems that many are very upset and that justice is not again being served because of the outcome of that case. As it stands, just because they were acquitted won't mean that it's over. Like, you know, there's going to be probably civil lawsuits, all that kind of thing. Uh, I guess I'm telling you all this because all we saw were some of the videos, but maybe the jury was taking into account that they didn't see really the entire picture because of the before the videos and stuff. But then there right. are some experts they brought in to some of the newscasts saying, I'm not surprised. And I, I'm not really sure if they were trying to really say that fishy things were happening. Mm-hmm. Something about suddenly they dropped a juror and put in a new one. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, this was, um, I remember this when it happened. And then I guess I didn't realize that it hadn't already had a trial and it it seemed like it's interesting because it felt like the fly the trial of um what was name uh chauvin for um george floyd it felt like that was Mm -hmm. like the so much the focus of everything that once that trial was done it was like oh congratulations race relations in america is fixed now you know what I mean like that was like it you know and you forget that so much else has happened and that the Manny Alice case was part of that and that was just yesterday that after three years it finally got got through a trial wow and were there are there been protests and stuff or yeah there there have been protests would you agree there Lori have you had to talk about that yet I'm, I'm not in traffic yet, but I'm oh, okay. keeping an eye on it for today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, there have been some some protests, but you know, I mean, this one's a hard one, and every case is different. It's not exactly the same as George Floyd, you know. Right. And and whatever the jury heard and decided on, I don't know if we'll ever know, but we may. And they do always, you know. Obviously, they always hear and see things that we don't see and hear. And like you so. said. It's they were acquitted of a crime, but that doesn't mean that they didn't do a lot of things wrong, right? And right, that's exactly, I think, what one of the experts did say. And we don't know, like, we're not privy to what kind of discipline and stuff people get as a result of those things. Um, right. I hope it's something, obviously. If it's nothing, we're not privy to that either. <laughs> but yeah, you wonder a lot of times when, when things like that are settled, and they're always like, well, that's a personnel matter. We can't discuss it. And, you know, I, I get that mm-hmm. because of laws and rules and stuff. But you would like to hope that somehow for the things that they did do wrong, that there are some kind of consequences for that. So many ways I want to go with this, but I know we got to end. But, you know, even Amanda Knox right now, she just did her latest podcast, Still on Trial. People are still trolling her, saying she should be in prison. Other than than knowing it's Meredith Kircher, people think it's the Amanda Knox case. And same thing, police and uh, media you know, the, it was one of the journalists that named her Foxy Noxy, which started this whole weird thing of all these rumors. And here's this sweet girl who's just was so innocent, went ab- abroad and ends up in this 
tangled mess and clearly so innocent. You know, it's just so hard to see when people don't do their job in the right way and they try to taint the way people Mm. see things, not realizing that all the grief and everything that it causes. So um, if you want to hear more about that, you can listen to her podcast, Labyrinth, or go to, let me see, Real Crime Profile. They just did an update too and had Amanda on there and they, they handle it so well. They're so amazing. So two ways you can find out more, you know, because Amanda's local. She lives here and she actually worked in a building that I worked in and and our boss said, hey, she's down there. Just act like you don't know her. Don't draw any attention. And so when I did an interview with her, I said, oh, yeah, I used to see all the time at the um, coffee shop. She was like, what? I go, yeah, but we were told to give you your space and leave you alone. She goes, that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I hope everybody did. I mean, you're a good egg, so you did that. But I, there's probably people who couldn't oh. help themselves just mm-hmm. to say hi, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm going to have to run. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Well, uh, mm-hmm. question. What do you want for Christmas or what do you want for the holidays, guys? World peace. <laughs> World peace. Oh, my God. Yes. I'll take Mm -hmm. that over anything. Yeah. I think if I could, everybody just, in the immortal words of Taylor Swift, you need to (laughs) calm down. Uh, Ah, yes. You need to calm down. That sums it up. I like it. Uh We'll end on that. Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa. Whatever you celebrate, I hope it yes. has just light, light and love and a little, a little, even if we don't get world peace, if you just yes. get some personal peace, yes. that'll do. And looking oh, forward to a much it. better 2024. Me yes. too. Me too. Amen. With the exception of 2020, I like the even years better than the years. <laughs> me but too. Me. me too. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. 2020 sucked, but all the other even years have been very good. <laughs> awesome. Please, Lord, let the 2024 be a, a good year uh, yes. for everyone. Yes. Amen? Amen. All right. This is Listen and Learn. Or not. Or not, or not, quickly as one word. Well, that's right. Or not. Or not. Or not. <laughs> or not. <laughs>